Simulation Radio. The following radio show takes place between 7 p.m. and 8 p.m. Events occur in fake time. Good afternoon or evening or wherever it is, wherever you are. It is Monday, May 31st, 2021, and we are doing yet another edition of Simulation Radio Live. It's Memorial Day, everybody. Happy Memorial Day, everybody. Hooray. I hope that you paid your proper respects today because Kamala Harris sure didn't at least according to a post that she put out on social media today. But I'll I'll get to that in just a minute, because she's getting a lot of shit about this post that she put out on social media about enjoy the long weekend. That was it. That was the post. And it was just a picture of herself, right? And she's getting a lot of shit about this for being disingenuous, which, first of all, Did we not already know that she is a disingenuous politician? Did we not already know that every single politician out there is a disingenuous, egomaniac-driven, power-hungry politician? I just, I really don't get the, the outrage that everybody on social media is having over this. Because look, we get it. Nobody likes her. She's kind of an unlikable human being. She's power hungry. She's clearly not ingenuous or she clearly does not mean the 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 dedication and the service level aspect of what people think about Memorial Day. Obviously, she's just saying what we're all thinking, right? Look, I know that that most people when it comes to Memorial Day do not actually have like a clear picture of what Memorial Day even is or what kind of mood you're supposed to take during Memorial Day. Now, the mood that you're supposed to have is a somber remembrance. You've got a day off as uh, the founding fathers and the members of our armed services that laid down their lives to have this this beautiful three-day weekend for us. That's that's all she was just trying to get across, right? Look, she's just saying what we're all thinking. Enjoy the long weekend. Sure, she's out there paying her her face value to all these Memorial Day services. Like I saw a video on Wesh 2 today of a live feed from President Biden and Kamala Harris's Memorial Day service that you know was just right on their fucking PR agenda for the day. Like, here's all the things that we have to do to appear that we care about Memorial Day or veterans at all. And that's that's kind of what happened. So I just, I don't understand the outrage, and I don't necessarily understand the the 
the amount of shit that she's getting about this particular thing. Look, there are plenty, plenty of valid things to be giving Kamala Harris shit about, namely, you know, her her treatment and her prosecution of people in California on stupid ass drug charges. Let's try that. Try that before we give her shit about going on social media and saying, enjoy the long weekend. Look, that's what we're all thinking. You think we're all sitting here just having a complete 24-hour somber day of the service for Memorial Day? Look, I get it. Just acknowledge where you're at. Acknowledge what's going on here. Acknowledge, you know, pay your respects silently or virtue signal about it on social media. I don't know. Your, your choice. Just do one of them. But and then enjoy the long weekend, for God's sake, and stop being outraged about all this ridiculous, stupid shit. God, the thing that has me outraged the most, actually, and I say this, I say to everybody, I'm declaring that you all should stop being outraged about stupid shit. But at the same time, here I am sitting here and I wouldn't say completely outraged. I would put it at like a mild outrage level here. But so outside, here's how I spent my Memorial Day besides mixing cream soda and a bunch of different sodas just to see what it what would work out. I'll talk about that in just a second because this is some very interesting scientific experimentation that's happening here. But how I spent my Memorial Day was coming up with clever ways to get around something that the the city services have done to our trash can lately. So we have two separate trash cans. I don't know how how your trash service works out there, but it's probably not that different from how how it works here in Orlando. What it, what it hap- what happens is in Orlando we have a trash can with a green lid and that's where we put all the regular trash. These are all the trash bins that we roll outside, put on the side of the road on for us it's Tuesday morning, which I'm going to go do that after the show today. But we have a green one. We have a green can that has a green lid on it. That's where all the normal trash goes, right? And so we have a second bin that's got a blue lid, that's where all the recycling is supposed to go. Now, I, you can question my ability to proceed through life knowing all of the information that I know about recycling, but it wasn't much. And it turns out, I didn't know this until recently, like this past year, that you just take a separate recycling bin, just no bags in it, no anything, and you have to just dump it all into the recycling bin. You have to dump all that shit in there, And supposedly, the restrictions that they have for what you can put in the recycling bin is quite high because we've got this tag that the city services put on our on our garbage cans on our blue recycling bin actually which was it was a little tag and it was a a cutesy little reminder hi with a with you know all the smiley faces and making sure that we're all nice and happy and hello everybody just making sure that you know and are aware of what goes in the recycling bin which means that we clearly have put something in the recycling bin that does not belong there and you can see it on a bunch of other houses too what they do is they'll take a little tag like a little sticker and they'll wrap it around your garbage can handle and then what they'll also do is they'll also put a giant green circular like scarlet letter type sticker where they'll just plaster it plaster it on the garbage can slap it right the fuck on there and that tells all of the garbage people I'm assuming and you know you know what happens when you assume so if anybody out there is a uh, works for for city services like that then please let me know at simulation radio and everything but what i believe they do 
is they see that green sticker on the recycling bin and that is their indicator that they've got to check that they've got to look into the the recycling bin just peek in there hey is there anything that's out of the ordinary anything that should not be recycled is there anything in there and if there is then i guess they just don't take it and the question that i have to to ask here the thing that i'm actually wondering is can't we just peel that sticker off and maybe take the tag off of the garbage can and they can just take all the things that are supposed to be recycled anyway? Like, look, I know that they have ridiculous standards as to what thing things classify as recycling and what things don't. Like, only certain types of plastic and, like, certain... Only certain types of paper can go in here and only certain bags. Like, is that... Does that not take away the point of what recycling is supposed to be for anyway, which is to recycle all of that useless shit? So then again, I'm not exactly the biggest expert as to uh, to what classifies as recyclable either, like what they can actually use again. So what I'm just going to try doing for now, I think believe is to just peel that little green sticker off of our garbage can off that way they take all the things that are supposed to be able to be recycled and just just take them take them away that's the garbage people you take all the 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 things all the little garbage and all the recycling things and you just throw them away just get them all out of here make them not our problem anymore preferably actually recycle them that way it's better for the environment and we can just not completely shit on the earth we could maybe maybe try that see how that works out but that's what i spent my memorial day doing is is uh sitting around here doing some show prep uh scheming and plotting as to how i'm gonna get back with the uh the garbage collectors so oh another thing that i did today this is how i'm celebrating my my memorial day besides doing the show which oh by the way every other radio show I'll I'll sidebar that what else I did for Memorial Day for just a second. But every other radio show took today off, by the way. And n- none of your other podcasts put out content today. None of your the other radio shows that you listen to did jack shit today. They'll all be back tomorrow after their nice long holiday weekend. I say that as I just had a nice long holiday weekend that just ended today instead of tomorrow. <laughs> like don't forget about that. Forget about that part. But I'm here. We're here for you. We're here for you today on your Memorial Day uh, celebration. Hopefully, you kind of enjoy yourself a little bit more before you have to go back to work tomorrow. But I'm I'm here to to make your Memorial Day weekend close with a bang. But one, another thing that I did today. So they have this Dr Pepper flavor, which, by the way, I'm a complete convert on Dr Pepper. I am totally down for Dr. Pepper. It's almost one of my new favorites. So it is now besides just the regular the regular Diet Pepsi. And I I only drink Diet Soda by the way because I don't look, I don't give a shit about the aspartame. If I'm going to have cancer, then fuck it, I'll deal with cancer in 30 years, maybe 20 based on how the health situation's looking. Don't care. But for now, I'm going to enjoy soda. It's got zero calories, which is very important or at least close enough to zero that it's okay. And what Dr. Pepper did they came out with a new flavor recently that had Dr. Pepper and cream soda in it, which that 
there are not a lot of combinations of things that uh, that make you do a double take and go, wait a minute, hmm, I didn't think that could work, but that actually sounds really good. And you know what? It was fucking delicious. Besides the the special fountain drink flavorings that you could only get at like Wawa, which by the way, another one that's really good at Wawa is the strawberry flavor. The strawberry Dr. Pepper, I'm telling you people, it fucking strawberry Dr. Pepper slaps. And it's probably the new fountain drink that I get every time I go to Wawa now. But cream soda, Dr. Pepper, it was absolutely delicious. And so what I decided that I wanted to do today was I wanted to put cream soda in every possible type of soda that it seems like it could go in and see how good it is. And it turns out I have found a winner because not only can Dr. Pepper be significantly aided by soda, but... It just it turns out that regular soda, regular old diet Pepsi can also be significantly aided by by cream soda. So what I would do, I felt like a chemist. I would take take a glass like, look, this glass and by glass, I mean this solo cup right here. What I did was this is my drink for the show. I took half it filled it right about up to here, which is I'd say maybe 40 percent if you're not watching on the camera at YouTube.com slash simulation radio, which you should be. Filled it up to about 40% right here of cream soda. Then you fill the rest of it, which I think it turns out to be a little bit less because it's the bottom of the cup and it's got less surface area, all the math. Filled the rest of it with with Diet Pepsi. Uh, mwah, that slaps perfectly. And in fact, I probably should have should have taken a shot before the show. But, you know, I, I, that's, that's okay. I will be good today, unlike, unlike, uh, unlike Wednesday. But... There is a man who is in trouble for not quite being good and who did not enjoy his holiday weekend. And in fact, his neighbors have probably never enjoyed a holiday weekend for the approximately five years that this issue is going on. Because this man might be a man who lives up to the stereotype of BMW owners, right? Now, I don't know if anybody has heard of the stereotype of BMW owners. In fact, it might be different depending on where you're at. So... Leave a comment. Let me know what the the stereotypical BMW owner is all about, because this man might embody that stereotype. His name is Brian Hillman, and he's a man who lives in San Diego over in specifically Carlsbad, which I guess is like a, a subdivision type area of San Diego, kind of like how we have random offshoots of like Lake Eola, Thornton Park, all that shit over by Orlando. But this man, Brian Hillman, is being sued by two of his neighbors for $15,000. And what is he being sued sued for? He's being sued for reckless use of his vehicle and having a loud exhaust on his BMW. He's accused of reckless driving and loud exhaust on his BMW over the course of five years. One neighbor is asking for reparations for $2,000 a year for the past five years, and the other neighbor is asking for $1,000 each year, according to documents that Brian Hillman posted on his Twitter account. In the lawsuit, it claims that he was interfering with the quiet enjoyment of the neighbor's home property due to the reckless use of his vehicle. So this boils down to these neighbors think this guy's BMW is loud as fuck. He's making a lot of noise with it, and it's drastically reducing our enjoyment of owning this home. Unfortunately for them, Brian Hillman came onto social media with a clapback 
that was essentially uh, ha, 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 in all caps, which, what a surprise. My neighbor got a lawyer to serve me papers saying she wants 10 grand for my cars disrupting the neighborhood. LMFAO, I'm screaming because that's that's how everybody reacts to, to everything on social media. San Diego County, however, has specific regulations against impulsive noise, according to where this, uh, according to the lawsuit, actually. The regulation says no person shall produce or cause to be produced an impulsive noise that exceeds the maximum sound level, which is 82 decibels, when measured at the boundary line of the property where the the noise source is located or on any occupied property where the noise is received. So how are they going to work this? How are they going to figure this out? Are they actually going to have to bring city officials to where the property line is, bust out the measurement, just hope that that guy decides that, all right, today's the day I'm fucking ramming the BMW, I'm getting it out, and I'm going to just be as obnoxious as I possibly can, and they'll have to measure that noise. I'm not sure exactly how that's going to work out here. But the lawsuit also claims that Brian Hillman breached the covenant of quiet enjoyment of our home for over five years through his vehicle's loud, modified mufflers and reckless driving. So I guess he has changed out some of the mufflers on his BMW, which is a little excessive to be doing for a a random BMW, by the way. Can't you be modifying your mufflers on cars that are worth it rather than a BMW? I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm not that that hyper-passionate about potentially owning a, a BMW, but... Maybe that's just me. Prior to being served, Hillman capitalized on his beef from selling decals from his merch store. So I guess he's he's going on social media being ridiculously obnoxious, which, by the way, is sounds like kind of par for the course for somebody who's a BMW owner. Most of his social media posts showed him ripping donuts or breaking traction in and around his neighborhood as of this writing, and those posts are now set to either private or deleted. So... He's he went and scrubbed all of his social media of all of the videos of him doing fucking donuts in the neighborhood and of him actually uh, ripping that muffler a new one. So that might give a little bit of credence to the lawsuit here, which is fu- kind of flowery language. Like it's unsure officially where this is going to lie here, which is why I bring this to you guys. I would like to hear what you think about this. Do you think that this lawsuit has any traction? Because it sounds like this guy, Brian Hillman, is the full stereotype of the obnoxious BMW owner, right? He's doing donuts in the fucking neighborhood. He is ridiculously loud with his muffler. And imagine you're the neighbor of this person and you have to hear this all the time. It does kind of make you feel a little bit bad for the neighbors here. Now, you might have the first impression of this is... Uh, the neighbors are kind of being a little bitch about this. That might be what you initially think, but then you hear the the tales of exactly what this guy is doing. He is actually being kind of obnoxious, and he's one of those types of people that will go and post merch of fuck my neighbors. One in particular says fuck Susan is a hubcap that he's trying to sell for five fifty five. You would think that if you really wanted to fuck Susan, you'd sell it for six sixty six, right? 
another law that could potentially imply where this case is going to go is the Civil Code 1927 of the California Civil Code, which essentially says that homeowners, leasees, and tenants have the implied warranty of quiet enjoyment. And while the implied right does not mean that all noise is unwarranted, since living in the real world means dealing with everyday noises, like, yeah, so, look, sometimes I will be here in the middle of the afternoon trying to either record a video or do some show work, and you know the first thing I hear is from the fucking lawn people outside mowing the damn grasses. And you know what? That's just a thing that happens. That's something that you got to deal with. But at the same time, is this guy, is this BMW owner, Brian Hillman, is he being too obnoxious about it? Or does the lawsuit have any sort of credence? Let me see. Let me go back to see what what they wanted. $2,000 a year for loss of quiet enjoyment of their home, which which ten grand for one of the neighbors, and then five grand for the other neighbors who wants one thousand dollars a year. So then that's a hefty amount of money in the lawsuit here. Of course, this is going to small claims court. So look, we might we might get to see this on like. You are about to enter the courtroom of Judge Judith Scheindlin. He's got a BMW. The people are real. The cases are real. The rulings are final. This, this is, Judge, is Judy. Judge Judy. Yeah, I don't know. We might have to see this on Judge Judy, honestly, because I look. I know she's out of the the daytime courtroom drama game, but we might need to bring her back for a case like this. I know that wasn't the all the maximum amount that you could sue for on Judge Judy. Wasn't that only like five thousand dollars? Either way, look, we might need we might need to bring in Judge Judy for this. It, that might be the only the only arbiter of truth that I could take at face value. Otherwise, you know, it, it's it's word for word here. It's word v word. A woman in Michigan was issued a three hundred and eighty five dollar ticket after her new neighbor called the police on her for loudly talking on a cell phone, and of course, she is claiming to, that it the race issue because she's a black woman that she was issued this $385 ticket. Diamond Robinson says she was walking up and down Cushing Street in East Point, Michigan, where she lives while talking on the phone last Thursday. That was when one of her neighbors approached her. Robin said that the woman asked, do you think that you could get off your phone or talk lower? Which, you know, it you're already kind of being a bitchy neighbor by doing that. Like, especially... If this woman was the person talking here was just on her property talking, I get that it's possible to be one of those obnoxious, like, speakerphone talkers. You know, the people that talk on speakerphone everywhere, even in a fucking grocery store. They're just talking on speakerphone. Everybody, the world has to know their problems. And uh, first of all, I have very, very little respect for, for those people anyway, the people that just have to let the world know about all the problems that they have and have zero sense of privacy or decency. I... You know, it's you're you're not doing the right thing there. But regardless, that doesn't necessarily apply in this case. Robinson said that the woman asked if you think that she can get off the phone or talk lower. One of those things she said, and I said, get out of my face. And I proceeded to walk past her, according to Diamond Robinson. She's saying whatever she's saying. Three mi- And then three minutes later, East Point police sh- show up. So the neighbor claims that this woman was walking around talking really loudly on her phone. They have an altercation. Well, maybe not an altercation, but they have an interaction. And then all of a sudden, a couple minutes later, that is when the police get involved here. 
So Diamond Robinson starts pulling out her phone and doing a Facebook Live video, as if she probably wasn't already talking on the phone. The woman who called the police had just moved to the neighborhood within a couple weeks ago and is white, and Robinson said that she was targeted because she's black. So because she's a black woman, she's being specifically targeted here and given a $385 ticket for talking too loud on the sidewalk. She, of course, is claiming that that race is the reason here, which I I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that's it. I think you're just trying to play a victim here. Obviously, there are some cases where, you know, maybe maybe racial prejudice could possibly be an explanation. But this is this isn't it. Like, look, you're walking around being fucking obnoxious, being one of those loud talkers on a sidewalk. And regardless of how right this woman was, this woman is the neighbor who's calling the police is obviously also a killjoy. I don't think both parties have any righteousness to be able to stand on here. Let's check out the Fox 2 report from San Diego. Yeah, Diamond Robinson first met her neighbor who accused her of being too loud today. And you know, Diamond and I were talking, we both have loud voices that carry, but she really didn't think that she was talking so loud that the police should be called. Here's the thing. Diamond Robinson Before we go any farther in this story, here's the thing. People that have loud voices, people that talk ridiculously loud are not aware of the fact that they have loud voices, right? A lot of the times they have to be told to, look, hey, use your inside voice. You need to actually speak a little bit quieter because they're just not aware that, you know, their their voice is ridiculously loud or carries or is just obnoxious as fuck. So some people just need to be told that they have loud voices. And says she was just walking up and down Cushing Street, the street she lives on Cushing in East street. Point, talking on her phone on Thursday like the, when she says one of I her have. neighbors approached her. Do you think that you can get off your phone or talk lower? One of those things that she said. And I said, get out of my face. And I proceeded to walk past her. So she's she's saying whatever she's saying. Three minutes later, East Point police pulls up. So here's the thing. It sounds like this woman claims that she was on her property, but apparently what happened was she was just walking up and down the sidewalk. And at that point, you are no longer on your property. You are kind of disturbing the peace a little bit, depending on how loud you were talking. Now, obviously, we have to take everything here where we can't take it all at face value. We have to, you know, get a little bit more information as to what happened here. Like, was this woman actually talking loud? What's the disposition of the neighbor that called the police on this woman? Is she one of those cranky people that one of those cranky old ladies that that sees anything? Oh, my God, there are black children playing in the in the neighborhood. Better call the police on them. Is she one of those people or it it, we have to know a little bit more to figure out exactly who's in the wrong here. So Diamond started doing a Facebook live video. And I hope you know that this is all being recorded. The woman who called the police just moved to the neighborhood a couple of weeks ago. Do we hear from to her? Diamond, and she is white. That's an important part of the story because Diamond thinks she's being targeted because she's black. I'm not doing anything wrong by what Just because she thinks that's what's happening, just because you think you're being targeted for being black, that does not mean that that's always the case. Look, if... This is going to get into some interesting territory here, some controversial territory. But just because you think that there's a racial bias in every possible situation or any possible situation, it doesn't always apply everywhere. Look, maybe you're just being obnoxious and talking really loud on the sidewalk. And at the same time, it it's hard to know without hearing from this old lady. But maybe that old lady, the neighbor, is also just one of those crotchety, uptight, 
old racist white women that will hear somebody talking and just instantly think, all right, we got to get the authorities involved. So clearly we're only being presented with one side of the story here. Walking up and down the street talking on my phone. But as Diamond continues to record, the police I could believe this woman's a loud talker. Writing her a ticket. A ticket for being a public nuisance because I'm talking too loud on my phone. That's why I got a ticket. And that ticket isn't cheap. $385. Yeah. There is no way that I sh the police should be called on me when I am on my own property on in my own neighborhood on my own block. Diamond. First of all, your own block, your own does not extend to your own property. Your own property does not mean the whole neighborhood. If you're sitting maybe on your front lawn being an obnoxious speakerphone talker, then that's one thing. But if you're walking around the neighborhood disturbing other people being loud as fuck, then that's another thing. And that's another thing that also has to be taken into account here when you try and decide who is necessarily at fault in this situation. Been plans to fight the ticket and because she's so upset about the whole ordeal, she is now having security cameras installed outside her home. As far as blasting everything on Facebook Live, she says she felt like she had no other choice. A lot of these things are being pushed under the rug and it doesn't need to. We can like sit what? here all day, we can chant, we can we can riot, we can do all of those things that is not going to make a change if you don't speak up at that time and at that moment. Her message to the neighbor mm. who called the police? All right, I'm... Leave me alone. What's going on? Are you upset? What did I do to you? Look, lady, you need to leave the world alone, too. The world does not care about your damn speakerphone problems. <laughs> That's it. That's... Look... You're you're putting the blame on this. You're putting the the blame on the boogeyman of look, this is a racist old lady, without necessarily considering the fact that maybe you actually were being obnoxious and you're walking on the sidewalk that does not still include your property. Yeah, three hundred eighty five dollar ticket is a very hefty ticket, space trucker. That's that's a rough one. So when we come back, we will be getting to. I might we might do a couple of stories. There is a man. In fact, I will do this story before we do Reddit reviews. There's a man out there, a Florida man, only naturally, of course it's a Florida man, who got in trouble for an altercation with his daughter. And the weapon here, the weapon of choice, was not a weapon of choice that you would you would think of when just casual father-daughter domestic violence is involved. And we will get to that when we come back. Stay with us. Look, a pizza slice is not a weapon, people. I don't know who needs to learn that or who needs to have that taught to them. Maybe it was just a lesson that you did not learn in life. But look, there are way better weapons available to use if you would like to use a weapon in your potential domestic violence situation. Let's just say, let's just say, hypothetically, that you're a Florida man, right? Okay, then now, you don't have to go very far for that. I... 
hypothetically, in this situation, I, I, I passed so far, am a Florida man, but now imagine that you're a Florida man who gets into an altercation with your daughter, a 20-year-old, uh, your 20-year-old daughter as a 41-year-old, as Tyler Warden was. Imagine that you're a Florida man with a 20-year-old daughter, you're aged 41, and you get an you get an you have an issue with her. Now, initially, it first started as he was bringing pizza to her house. So, you know, I maybe I'm going to do a nice gesture. I'll bring some pizza over to my daughter's house. We'll we'll maybe have a good time. We'll hang out. But instead, this woman, the daughter, that is, the daughter decided, "You know what? I'm kind of tired. I'm not feeling well. I don't really want to hang out today." And she asked the father 41-year-old Tyler Warden to leave. And so, what does 41-year-old Tyler Warden do? The natural Florida man himself. He decides, you know what? I, I'm so angry. I'm so pissed off here that what I need to do is I need to take one of these slices of pizza and I need to fucking... I need to slam this slice of pizza right at her face. And unfortunately, now he's being charged for battery according to an arrest report from let's see where where this was oh this was in the the vero beach area so yeah look vero beach florida man you you cannot take a slice of pizza and you cannot slap it at your daughter's face that it's not a weapon cops responded to a disturbance call at the victim's vero beach home discovered the 20 year old with what looked to be tomato sauce on the left side of her face Ah. Inside the residence's front door, the ground was covered with pizza toppings. Look, that's all the evidence. You're going to need to call the CSI people. Just call fucking, what's his name? Call Grissom from the old fucking CSI. I don't know any of the other characters' names. Just Grissom. That was the main character for like nine years on the, the first CSI. Look, look, call Grissom. I don't remember that. I don't even remember the actor's name. He was a fucking Broadway actor. Call him. Get him in here. We're going to need him to crime scene investigate the... Uh, we're going to need him to crime and crime scene investigate this scene. Space Trucker says in the chat, wow, assault with a delicious weapon. Yeah, look, it's a step down from a deadly weapon. So clearly, I don't want to say he meant harm here because, look, the pizza could have been hot. It could have been hot and steaming. And maybe she could have got uh, first or second degree burns on one side of her face. Who's who's to tell? But you're going to have to examine the evidence here. We're going to need Grissom to come in do this, the the crime scene investigation on the pizza toppings. I can just imagine him taking like one of those uh, uh, pair of pliers or pluckers and just picking up a pepperoni on the ground, doing a very intense investigation into the pepperoni, sticking it in a in an evidence bag. Actually, it could have been any other pizza topping. Look, I'm just I'm the plain guy that likes pepperoni on pizza and just pepperoni and only meat actually only meat i'm not a fan of a large amount of veggies on pizza put like maybe one or two on there definitely not mushrooms because mushrooms are heinous and anybody that likes mushrooms just we need to need to take them out back and we need to have a conversation okay mushrooms are not good do not put mushrooms on pizza don't put mushrooms on anything actually because they're fucking disgusting just don't do it so he's going to take the pepperoni, stick it, in a, stick it in a little sealed crime scene investigation envelope. When the daughter asked him to close the front door, Warden allegedly threw a pizza slice at his daughter. Look, that takes effort, you know. You are deliberately going into the pizza box, taking out, ripping off that slice of pizza, 
and you are throwing it. Uh, mushrooms are the best. Oh, no, that's where we're going to have to disagree. That mushrooms are... Oh, God. Everybody has their kryptonite food, though, right? Like, I know that they're... Like, my dad, for instance, he really hates coconut. Like, coconut is his just absolute kryptonite food. Anything that a coconut has ever seen, touched, bathed in, done any of the works, it's got to come off. It can't even eat that. In fact, growing up, everybody it would piss everybody off because everybody else in my family really liked mushrooms. But mushrooms are my kryptonite. I cannot eat anything that it has ever been near a mushroom. And so anything that had mushrooms in it, I can't just pick them off because, look, I know they've been in there. They've been in there. The mushroom flavoring is infecting whatever is in there. And so everybody's got that that kryptonite food, I think. So I'm I'm curious as to what you guys is in the chat are. So whatever that one food that specifically sticks out to you that you just absolutely hate above all other foods, it's mushrooms for me. Every, anything that has mushrooms in it, it gets immediately disqualified. Do you know what my mom used to do? She used to put mushrooms in meatloaf. Has anybody ever heard of that? mushrooms in meatloaf that just does not sound good at all it sounds fucking disgusting meatloaf already is kind of pushing it as a real food but when you add mushrooms into the meatloaf equation look it, it does it doesn't work it just doesn't work in fact i think you put meat in the meatloaf and it just doesn't work but that's that's a that's an argument for another day meatloaf people you can fucking come at me meatloaf is not real meatloaf is not real i don't know who made it or where where the possibility of meatloaf came from and all everybody else that's outside of the US that does not have to have the unfortunate fate of ever having to eat a fucking meatloaf you guys are winning out this is one place that you're beating the great old US of A on is you don't have to eat meatloaf sounds like a good day shroom loaf oh god god that doesn't sound good at all that sounds absolutely despicable after the daughter dialed 911 police arrived at the residence of tyler warden and questioned him who admitted to throwing the pizza but claimed that he thought the door was shut at the time so what did he do he deliberately peeled off that one slice of pizza getting ready to throw it at his daughter and he thought okay shit rather than have the daughter there i'm just gonna throw it at the door that'll get my anger out look i understand you have really really heated passion in that one moment but at the same time, you just got to go all in on it, man. You either chuck the whole pie at her, which you don't do not do that. It's not a good idea. You chuck the whole pie at her or you got to restrain yourself. You can't go half in. You can't go half assed on the letting your anger out. If you do that, then you're just you're fucked. So listen, buddy. Oh, he works as a chef, too. That's a shame. He was arrested for battery and booked into the Indian River County Jail on the misdemeanor charge. He was released from custody this afternoon upon posting the $500 bond and has since been ordered by a judge to have no contact with his daughter. And he works as a chef. He works as a chef, so it might not be entirely unheard of that he would he would have a pizza with him. Look, as a chef, you know food brings people together. It's, it's based from love. Food is just comfort, and what better way to shove that comfort right up her ass for not wanting to hang out with you by just jamming a slice of pizza in her face casually. So really quickly, we were going to do uh, Reddit reviews 
where I was going to browse Am I the Asshole subreddits and today, not today, I learned, but relationship subreddits and do a little mini simulation radio live version of Reddit reviews. But instead, I actually have a couple more stories that I would like to get to before we do Reach for the Sky, which is a very touching story. And by touching, I mean, it's fucking disgusting, and the only thing that has to do with touch in this story are cicadas. Because, look, I've been warning everybody out there about the cicadas. Look, we've been tu- we've been covering the Brood X cicada uprising on this show for essentially since its inception. Since the show has gone on, the Brood X cicadas have been groundbreaking. Nobody knows what the fuck is going on when they see one. And I've been warning you the whole time, people, that the cicadas are rising up and they're going to... They're not going to kill us all. They're just trying to mate with each other. But that's what they're going to do. They're going to rise up. And so what better way to finally start getting some attention on this cicada issue than having them crawl on a news reporter during a Washington report? Because, look, I've been warning you people that the cicadas are out there. And now all of a sudden a moment goes viral as the cicada just crawls up, crawls up this journalist shirt. And I will show this to you in just a moment. But. First, I have to gloat a little bit because I was right. I was right the whole time. The cicadas are out there. They're a clear and present danger to humankind. And look, if we don't stop all of them or if we don't don't ignore all of them because they're all harmless and they just they just want to exist, man. But look, if we don't kill them all, if we don't burn them all with fire, then they're going to they're going to reign supreme. They're all going to rise out of the ground. They might overtake all of humanity and just install the king cicada as the new ruler of all of existence. So that's a threat. It's a threat out there. And it starts with moments like this. It starts with moments like this. I was an equipment operator last brood. I would catch them when they landed on my machine and hook them to my shirt. By the end of the day, I was wearing cicada body armor. That actually sounds cool as shit. Like, uh, it sounds a little bit annoying. Space trucker who was talking about his uh, his experience during 17 years ago in the 2004 uh, brood X cicada uprising. And that... Sounds kind of cool, actually. Look, maybe it took a little bit of the monotony out of the day, having all these fucking cicadas everywhere. I imagine that after a certain amount of time, it just got it got ridiculously annoying. But maybe it was a novelty when it first started happening. Look, it, it brings a little bit of excitement to the day. But brood X cicadas continue to emerge in this 17-year cycle, and one of the critters was spotted crawling on CNN reporter Manu Raju's suit jacket and up his neck prior to a live shot on Capitol Hill, and I'll show this to you. So am I going to be in the break? I mean, the same block out of this? or? Oh, God, look at that cicada. Okay. It's right there. Buddy, no! Oh, God, it's crawling back behind his neck now. Oh! Oh, my God. (laughs) There it is. Now he saw it. All right, let let's see that again. Like he doesn't realize it. He doesn't see it so crawling so up there. Am I gonna there. be in the break? I mean, same block out of this, or are you gonna take a break? They're doing behind the scenes okay. stuff. He's getting ready. He's got his earpiece in. Up, oh, it's going behind his neck now. Manu, up oh, there it is. Oh, oh, oh my god. Ah, oh, that's fucking gross. That's gross. Cicada. What the hell? They're out there, man. Fucking shit. See? Look, this is what happens, man. This is what happens when the cicadas are out there and the cicadas continue to rise up and kill us all. 
this this is what you get, people. This if you didn't heed the cicada warnings before, then maybe this will teach you the lesson that you need to know about the cicadas, which is that they're out there, they're rising up, and you might need to have a little bit of fun with them, at least if they're not crawling all over your shit. Let's do Reach for the Sky. Oh no, not my shit! Somebody do something! Reach for the Sky! Oh no! Sheriff Woody. Woody. Nope, I am not Sheriff Woody, but instead we will be doing our random question maker reach for the sky bit at the end, which is our cooldown. Kind of calm a little bit down from the day. We, after all, we discussed very, very important and serious topics today, such as uh, Kamala Harris's Memorial Day stupid Instagram post, cicadas rising up, the man throwing a fucking pizza slice at his daughter. We We cemented the status of the BMW owner stereotype, and now we are going to uh, close it all out. Cicada lives matter protesters, said Space Trucker. Yeah, look, I'm as big of a cicada rights advocate, uh, advocate as advocate as anybody else, but when you're crawling over very clearly important CNN reporters' jackets, because look, the CNN people, they're just the, the epitome of democracy and truth-telling, in, in our country, they just they tell all, nothing but the truth, the whole truth, all the time. But as soon as cicadas start getting involved in this, then maybe that's going to make them question their whole news operation. So we've got five categories today, as we always do on randomquestionmaker.com. We've got candid, weird, icebreaker, creative, and funny. And this one's going to have to last nine minutes. So boy, am I going to have to really really kick it up a notch here Let, let's do let's do icebreaker today no such thing as an important cnn employee yeah look i was being i was being a little bit little bit sarcastic there just just a tad look uh, no i should stop before i get in trouble i was about to go on another another cnn rant but instead would you rather play basketball or hockey i picked icebreaker today so okay I would probably rather play hockey, but here's the thing. I'm not not into basketball. I don't dislike basketball. I actually basketball's probably the the I'd say third most watched sport that I have. Obviously, we're not talking about playing yet, but I if esports counts, esports is definitely number 1. Then obviously football. We've got football, the good old NFL baby. We've got it. That's the clear clear second choice is the greatest game of all time, American football, baby. But I like basketball, too. Basketball is not a bad sport to watch. It's kind of interesting. A lot of people hate basketball, right? But I just, I don't get it. It's still fun to watch. Maybe it's because I just have fond memories of watching the the Phoenix Suns when I lived in Arizona for a year actually make the playoffs and win. That was a magical year for sports, by the way. I'm going to go off on a random sidebar here, but... For one year, I lived in Arizona. In one year that I was a middle schooler, 
I think my dad had to move to Arizona for his business one year, and then we moved back to be closer to family. So I moved to Arizona, spent a year in the Phoenix area in middle school, and that was the year. I don't remember. It was somewhere like uh, 2005, 2006, 2007, where all of the Arizona teams in all of the sports made every single playoffs. Like the Cardinals were in the Super Bowl that year. The the Suns made it to the basketball championship the oh the nba finals that's right the nba finals that's what i was looking for here but the thing is is i would probably play hockey over all those things because hockey seems a little bit interesting and there's a higher barrier to entry to play it at least now basketball is easier to play all you need is a basketball and a basketball court but if you want to play hockey you kind of have to go buy some stuff, right? You have to buy some hockey pucks. You've got to go buy the the stick. And you've got to buy, most importantly, some shit that protects you from when somebody slams the fucking puck and it smacks you dead in the fucking face. You, you're going to need to account for that. Account for that potential happening. Because, look, it's going to happen. One of the activities that we played in elementary school was we had hockey. And we would play hockey in this stupid little court pavilion that we had all the way in the back of the school, we would play fake hockey, kind of. And that got intense. Look, hockey got legit way more intense than any of the basketball games we ever played because people were competitive about hockey. It's probably the fact that maybe if tensions got a little bit too high on the hockey field, then what you could do is you could take the hockey stick and just beat the fuck out of somebody with it obviously you'd get in trouble and probably uh, get suspended from school by doing that but it was fun hockey allows fist fights said space trucker that's pretty legit yes that that brings me back to the the hockey is more passionate kind of idea because look you watch hockey and they're fighting all the fucking time. I know that Wayne Gretzky is trying to get in there and maybe alleviate that a little bit. But look, that's part of what I would watch hockey for. I've gone to more hockey games probably than I have any other sport in sports. I've probably seen more hockey in person because we used to go to some hockey games occasionally. And, and you know, actually, the the very interesting show crew is looking to uh, maybe go see some hockey games this year because look they're coming back we're open baby and we've got some uh we've got some hockey that actually is played around here i know there's uh like the the minor league tampa team is pretty good supposedly and i think we also have the florida penguins too let me i gotta look this up florida penguins is that actually a hockey team four places to see penguins in florida no I, i swear to god i've seen or I've heard of the hockey team. Hockey team. Yeah, okay, so it actually is a hockey team. So it turns out, when I look up Florida Penguins, all they have are zoo locations. So yeah, we do have a Florida Panthers hockey team. So, or Florida... Wait, what? Okay, yeah, it is. It is. It's the Penguins. There's the Panthers and there's Penguins, and that's just a hockey thing that people go to no more pittsburgh penguins yeah it is the pittsburgh penguins that's what i thought it's the florida panthers and the pittsburgh penguins that's what i that's what confused me for a second here because apparently there are penguins versus panthers on the schedule that's that is coming up and i did not remember which one was which so look that goes to show exactly 
how much I know about sports. I mean, I'm the sports expert, baby. I know everything about all the sports. I definitely knew that it was the Pittsburgh Penguins and not the Florida Penguins. I totally knew that. I, I, I look, I'm a hockey expert, ladies and gentlemen. But yeah, I'd probably rather play hockey. It just gets more intense. And I just want to beat the shit out of somebody with a hockey stick that's that's not too much to ask look it's it's no pizza slice okay it's not a pizza slice where i can take a pizza slice and just fucking lob it and eat it at at my daughter's face but i'm down for hockey i'm also down for basketball too i'm just down for all of them i have to get in better shape though i'm working at that right now and been in the process of doing that but look once give me a couple more months I've already made some progress. Give me a few more months and, you know, maybe there could be some, uh, some simulation radio sports content in the future. Like, I'm not saying that that's a possibility. I'm just saying that, wait, yes, that's exactly what I'm saying is that it's a possibility. So maybe once it gets cooler. That's the thing. It's it's too hot to play sports right now. Look, maybe once we get back to November or December in Florida, then we'll start getting to sports playing territory. But for the time being, it is not sports playing territory right now. It's the fucking 90s. I sat in my car for 20 minutes and my car does not have AC in it. I had to sit outside of Winn-Dixie to wait for like some money to deposit into my account and so i had to sit in my car which i know is stupid i should have just gone inside when dixie and like actually started shopping and paid for it at the end but i didn't want to i didn't want something to go wrong there right i didn't want to get up to the checkout line and the money's still not there and then i just can't buy any of this shit so i had to sit in my car outside of when dixie which is a grocery store around here i don't know if they have it up up north but it was like legitimately mid-90s almost felt like uh felt like it was getting in the hundreds i was drenched i was drenched head to fucking toe when i went into winn dixie after that and i had to take a shower when i got home just for a sole trip to winn dixie to go buy some food to the grocery store so maybe we'll get to some sport get to some sports playing once uh once it starts to cool down a little bit and that was it that was simulation radio live for your nice memorial day to close out hopefully what was a long weekend for everybody i will be back tomorrow night at 7 p.m eastern and i will probably also record our very interesting show week five bonus show that will be going live on all the stuff at simulation radio on everything and i will see you all tomorrow Remember you all in therapy. That's it. I'm out of here.